Let's go back to a simpler time. A pre-Elmo time. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Follow That Bird. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every two weeks we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. I'm one of your two hosts. My name's Doug McCambridge. And with me, as always, eight plus minutes in, our patrons really got a lot of content today, is Jamie Lorello. Wearing my orange socks. I don't know what that means. Yeah, oh, because yeah, Big yeah. Bird's legs are orange socks. <laughs> For a second, I was like, that's an odd detail. <laughs> I just wanted them but to know. Maybe our listeners Wearing are Wearing my orange socks and my blue underpants. Just wanted you to know. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> this is our new podcast. It's called What We're Wearing Now. Welcome. Uh, so anyway, uh, we are here to talk about a, a children. And I didn't pick it for my birthday. Let's just say that. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I think this skews a little too young for your choices. You know, this wasn't in the Jamie wheelhouse of 1985. No. I don't think you were watching Natty Gan and then putting no. this on No, no, but, but having seen it now and not surprisingly, not seeing it as a child. I did not. No, I don't think I did either. There were parts when they made him blue. I was like, this seems familiar, but I wasn't. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe that was a dream. How I had. sad when they made him blue. I was so oh God, sad. Was and when so he cried sad. his blue tear. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> when they put a drop of Windex on this puppet's <laughs> face. That was awesome. Oh man, uh, boy! So, uh, so first of all, before we get into the movie, mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to say that if you are listening to this in real time, it's the start in real time. Because if you're listening, to this, if you've somehow patched in while we're recording, <laughs> you know what the weather is like in Tennessee. <laughs> if you're listening to this when it comes out, mm-hmm. it's early April. And over on Patreon, if you're interested, mm. there's a little episode about a man possibly named Harry Crumb. But who's Harry Crumb? Who Crumb, is that? Really? It's elusive, really. Is he a motorcycle cop <laughs> in his spare time? Possibly. <laughs> right. When he pulled that kid out of that sidecar, it's like, when what he am I pulled watching? him up and lifted him to look yeah. inside the. Yeah, I know. But as soon as he stepped out, too, I was like, oh, that's that's the sweet, sweet uh, image of a John Candy, of a JC. <laughs> that's the, I that's knew the it. Sweet behind the sweet behind silhouette, yes, correct. That I know so well that's right. after watching Who's Harry Crumb. Mm-hmm. But that is our new patrons-only episode over there. You lucky little patrons, too. That's a fun one, yeah. If you're interested, go over, check it out. I think we're up to 20 20 regular bonus episodes, but then we have other things. We have our Handshake 5. We have our 
question and answer thing. There's a lot There's of a fun lot of content. Lots of fun content. Yeah. Lots of good ways to spend your time. Uh, yeah, that's important. <laughs> if you are shut in, if you cannot yeah. leave your home and you're looking for content to while away the hours. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you don't have to interact with your family, possibly. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it... so you have more funny things to interact with your family about. Right. Yeah. You can tell them how funny the last episode that you listened to uh -huh. was. Yep. Yeah. You can, uh, I would say, get a divorce because of this if that's you all could. you talk about. You know, yeah. you talk to your spouse and you're like, listen to what they had to say about Arnold's mm. trunks in Commando. <laughs> or maybe that would save your marriage. Not sure. Hey, who are we to judge? Yeah, but um, and we're trying or I'm trying to maybe just try and figure out some other content. I think we're going to do we're going to do another Handshake 5. Uh, of 90s movies, Of right? 90s movies. Yes, yes. I don't always know what we're doing, but sometimes it's, I do. It's okay. And also for those of you. Speaking of new content or more content, those of you that subscribe to the podcast noticed that a different podcast slipped in last week. And that's a Ooh. podcast that I do with my wife about Shit's Creek. So fun. So if you thought that someone hacked into our podcast stream, I guess, and put it in and you deleted it immediately, go ahead and listen to it. Subscribe. It comes out the opposite week's. That we do our podcast. So if you want to hear me every oh, week. so fun. And still listen to Jamie every other week, go find that podcast. And then you get the breath of fresh air, which is Carla. And it's a really uh, great, yep. like, it's just a nice way to balance out your week. You're doing some 80s movies and then mm -hmm. you're doing some recent TV shows. Yeah, right. Or TV show, I should say. You get it's to listen shits. to me call right. myself Paul. And oh. Doug on opposite weeks because wow, which oh, yeah, confuses me sometimes when I have to introduce myself on both of these shows now. Oh yeah, how do you do it? Well, you're DP here. You're DP. Okay, I mean I don't say that. You say that. So I don't have to remember that. <laughs> I don't have to remember two letters. I do have to remember an entire name. Oh, well, that's your problem. Well, this may be the longest it's taken us to get to an episode <laughs> in a very long time. But there's a good reason for that. We had stuff to talk to you guys about. So we had, And I had to get my, my uh, mics right. Right. Guys, yeah, again, I another reason to subscribe on Patreon. You could have listened to that whole debacle <laughs> where possibly Jamie was recording in multiple microphones at once. <laughs> she left for some reason. I had nothing to talk about. <laughs> but I tried. Oh, this podcast. Yep. Thank you so much to the patrons for not unsubscribing. <laughs> Holding on yeah. for a hero. I don't know. What? Wait, what was? Yeah. Wait, like we're heroes. Oh, okay. Like, was yeah. that? That was the, the song so from Harry. Crumb? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he was on the. Uh, yeah. Let's call it the airplane steps. Yep. When he was on the big airplane stairs. <laughs> Okay. All right, but anyway, who's Harry Crumb is on Patreon, but we are not talking about that. We are talking no, about not. Follow That Bird. Which also has music in it. <laughs> yeah, which you mentioned. I like all those silent <laughs> movies that we talk about. <laughs> movies devoid of music. I'm finding Some the least common that denominator. John Candy is the thing that links these two movies. You would say there's music in both. 
I want to see that on the poster of Follow That Bird. <laughs> There's music in this movie. <laughs> Jamie Lorello. Good times, great movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so Fall That Bird is uh, from 1985, directed by a guy whose name is Ken Quapis. 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 He is a um, a fairly prolific TV director. He directed a bunch of episodes of The Larry Sanders Show, mm. Malcolm in the Middle, The Office, uh, Santa Clarita Diet, which, uh, is that on Netflix? I don't What's... know. That sounds... Like something that gives you the shits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, that really, that one worked. <laughs> Guys, we might, we may be cooped up with our families a little too long at this point. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get into this movie, Jamie. It's Let's a Sesame do it. Street Let's dive movie. in. It is. It's a Sesame Street movie. And I, listen, I had never yeah. seen this movie before, mm -hmm. but I, of course, loved Sesame Street as a kid. Sure. I had a little Sesame Street playset thing. Like, I don't know if anybody else had this. It was like the, it was like the Sesame Street, you know, fold out. I don't want to say it was a house because it was all their little apartments with the grocery store at the bottom and Bert and Ernie's apartment at top. And a little chalkboard thing on the side. You clearly don't rem didn't have one or don't can't relate to it. <laughs> Is it but... because I can't spell? <laughs> like clearly, you didn't have a chalkboard <laughs> where you could practice your letters. <laughs> I've seen your texts; they're horrible. <laughs> no, I'm saying you didn't have this this toy. This fun. I did not. No, but it it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I spent a lot of hours playing with it. I mean, I, I think us, basically our age, Sesame Street is just a little bit older than we are. So we were we weren't necessarily watching Sesame Street at this time, uh, but it wasn't it probably wasn't long before this movie that we were kind of getting just like getting out of Sesame Street. It's Speak like for preschool. Yourself. OK, all right. OK, I will. <laughs> and I am. So it's like preschool age. So it's not as though there were a bunch of characters in here that I didn't know or sure I mean since my kids um I have to tell you I don't know all of the humans names I know Maria Gordon and I is know the Gordon, bald man mm -hmm. and who's everybody else um there's Bob Bob is the he was driving like white guy he didn't he kind of he stayed, stayed back, back in Hooper's yeah. store yes he oh, ran the store okay who's Cooper well Hooper wait a minute Hooper. hold on a Mr. Hooper Mr. Hooper was oh, the only yeah, man who yeah. used to own the store that yes. died in real yes, life. I remember Mr. And Hooper. And then they had a very big episode where they had to talk about death to these puppets. I thought you said Cooper. Sorry. I know who no. Mr. Hooper is. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know if that playset was complete. <laughs> no, I <laughs> I like how this movie taught me that, and I guess I just never really thought about it. Big Bird's name is Big Bird. His first name is yeah. Big, and his last name is Bird. Yeah, I like how that because they're constantly referring to him as just Big yeah. or Mister Bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I never really thought about that before. Yeah, how it's a separated out name. Yeah. Well, and and we'll get into the characters as we. I wrote down their names. I don't know all of the as you call them humans up. Did you love it at the end when they were like, we have all kinds here yeah. on Sesame street. We have people 
we have Bert and Ernie. And I was yeah. like, what <laughs> yeah. are Bert and Ernie? Because then they went on to like birds and, and monsters. Dogs, and like, yeah. Wait, Bert and Ernie are different than all of these things, I guess. And they are. They're their own Bert and Ernie. And they're the ones that should have been like the leads on this adventure. They're the aviators. They had the airplane. That's what, and, and this was really nice because as I was kind of saying earlier, my kids, of course, watch Sesame Street. Oh, so yeah. my oldest now is 13 and my youngest is five and she doesn't really watch it anymore. So I've seen it recently. Mm. And of course now, I mean... Elmo's probably not as big as he was maybe 10 years ago, but they have right. all these new and different characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was really nice to sort of travel back and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it used to be like the Oscar the Grouch show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like all of these characters, I don't want to say got pushed in the background, but I was surprised at the amount of um, screen time the Count had. Oh, yeah. This. And his own car to, to follow him <laughs> around. Nobody drove with the Count. Alone. Yeah. Nobody, did, nobody wanted to drive with the Count. Did you see in the beginning when the Count is getting his shoe shined by a kid? I did not see that. I must have, yeah. I must have missed that. They do like to show the Count's feet because he's like wearing wingtips. He's always wearing yeah. really nice shoes. Which makes sense why they need to be shined. Yeah. And where yeah. is his castle exactly? Like that's the Sesame Street is New York, basically. Right. So right. to have a castle or does he just decorate a little apartment that way? Maybe it's his own little apartment all decored out <laughs> okay. for the Count. I enjoyed seeing these characters. I, I really, yeah. I really liked seeing the old school. Oh, and I Super like Grover. Term, I do love super a Super Grover. I was, I was not surprised, but I always thought Super Grover like fell a lot or tripped like right from the jump he trips. But I didn't know that he actually flew. Like that oh, was boy. that oh, boy, was does shocking he. to me. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That was uh, <laughs> all of that bird. <laughs> All right, so I guess we should jump in and talk about this movie. Follow that Go ahead, bird. go, 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 because well, we don't even start with, with anything that makes sense. Well, it's just, we start with just the Grouch. Like you said, you're like, is this the Grouch movie? Mm -hmm. And it's the Grouch and the American flag. And, yeah, right? It's and like then, a Patton-esque beginning with yeah. a giant flag in the background and oscar pops out of his trash can and then we have the for a little for well not really a lot just in this one part for the for the wb little what do you call that the little opening we have the cartoon big bird yeah um and we also get cartoons when big bird like reminisces about his time on sesame street or yeah. things like i wonder what they're doing right now and it's always <laughs> cartoons yeah which that's not in Sesame, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. No, I tried to remember. Did they ever have little flashbacks like that, or they no. did that? But they didn't, right? No, no, they didn't. no, never. Um, and, but I don't understand the Grouch national anthem. Like that's what we're doing either. here at the beginning. I why why are we doing a Grouch anthem? What does this mean? I, and it has nothing to do with anything. I was confused at how. Well, I guess because he's fun, because he's grouchy. But the Grouch does have more of a lead. I want to know more. Maybe Snuffy should have done the intro, the because he's Bird's best friend, right? Or Big's yeah. best friend. Um, but the Grouch doing this little intro. You keep um, calling him the Grouch. Do you refuse to call him Oscar? Do you? Are you opposed to referring to him by name? The Grouch. I'm not gonna give that asshole the time. To, I'm not gonna refer to him by his name at all. 
because he's so dang <laughs> grouchy. Well, there's the count and the bird and the snuffleupagus and the dog, Barkley. And <laughs> all these things, <laughs> except for snuffleupagus, have names. All right, all right, all right. And you even said Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> So after this, we are transported to some sort of bird boardroom. It's a bird meeting. Not a board meeting. It's a bird meeting uh-huh. with all these birds in a meeting. And I guess their goal is they place stray birds with other bird families. Now, I didn't know. I always thought, maybe judging by his size, mm-hmm. that big bird was like maybe 14 or 15. <laughs> but he is just six years old. Six years old. Those are some weird details yeah. that we get. And why, they're so concerned about Big Bird. I'm like, what? why? Why is he even on your radar? Why, meeting is right? why is he on your radar? And why after six years do you give a shit about this? Yeah, and what about, I thought this was about reuniting him with his real bird family. Like his real family has missed him and maybe he didn't feel, in, you know, he still felt out of place because Sesame Street was a real place. But they put him with a bunch of literally dodo birds. I wouldn't want to be with this family either. <laughs> no, it's horrible. So the and, yeah, the, why? So did these dodos? Do they put in an application because they're looking to adopt another child? I guess. I wow. guess. In their weird birdhouse. They live in the suburbs in a giant birdhouse. <laughs> it's crazy. It makes no sense. <laughs> no. I I love it because I silly. watched this with my kids, and the youngest one, she loved it. She just sat there, but yeah. the older two, the whole time, were like. Does nobody think it's weird that a giant bird's <laughs> So this, these birds just live in this neighborhood with people? Are they the only birds there? And I was like, these are all great questions. They're the dodos, and they're accepted as long as they stay together. That's one thing that I thought was an interesting. So the bird, this, this bird meeting, part of what they instill is that birds should stay together with their own kind. Yes, birds. everything. There's a lot of your own kind. Yes. In this, yes. and it's a really nice. I mean, it's a kids' movie, of course, but it's a mm-hmm. very, very nice message to kids. And it's what, you know, I guess it's what Sesame Street is all about. Is sure, you know, like look at all these kids. We have all these kids, different ethnicities, mm-hmm. hanging out on Sesame Street with all these puppets and animals and and everything like that. And it's great. You don't need to stay with your own kind. And they just took it to a wonderful no. extreme with this. <laughs> This bird With story. This, the weird bird story, exactly, exactly. But you're right, too, because since I had not seen this, I thought it was like, listen, we found Big Bird's real family. Right. And they're looking for him. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this woman just basically comes in and is like, hey, you shouldn't live here. This is horrible. Yeah, you why are you living here? Birds. Yeah. This is, and we're going to come and take you. Don't you want to live? And, but so Big Bird does sort of think about it. Now we see. That he's got a nice little life on Sesame Street. Sesame Street's just this great little place, right? Wonderful. Um, and Mrs. Finch, the, one of the birds from this bird meeting, comes to Sesame Street for Big, as she calls him, because mm-hmm. like I said, he's two names. And he does, he does sort of think about the idea of like, yeah, maybe I could be. Because he's walking down Sesame Street and there's a little bird on a lamppost and it's tweeting away. And he's like, hey, look at you, little birdie. He's roller skating because that's what of Big course, Bird does. Which course. I wondered. Mm-hmm. Why he didn't bring his roller skates, because the roller skating would have helped him on his walk back yes. to Sesame Street. Right? You know what wouldn't have helped him in the middle of Illinois? Flippers <laughs> and a beach ball. 
Yeah, I don't know what the, he was thinking when he was packing. He decides to pack. Well, he packed a picnic basket, let's be honest. He doesn't well, really pack a suitcase. It's, <laughs> it's not a suitcase, you're right. And he leaves the dodos without it, too. He just leaves oh, yeah, all his possessions there. Oh, yeah, because he's just ready to go. Except for radar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his little dog. Did you notice when we, when we do first go to Sesame Street that there are kids? I guess they're like Oscar the Grouch groupies hanging out oh. with him, and they're wearing garbage can lids <laughs> on their heads. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's okay. awesome. <laughs> Little Oscar yeah. groupies. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, um. oh, this is where when she comes to talk to him, this mm-hmm. this um, what's her name? Mrs. Finch or yeah. something? Mrs. Okay. Finch. Because it's a bird. Uh, <clears throat> when she's talking to him about how great it would be to have a family. Mm-hmm. This is another cartoon part where he imagines. Oh, yes. An animated sequences of all the things birds do, like go fishing and play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That's what bird families do, and they snuggle together in bed. That's yep. a bird family. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, yeah, you know what? Maybe I could visit and see what bird families would be like. Maybe I could go to Ocean Oceanville. Oceanville, Illinois. Illinois. Oceanview. Oh, oh, no wonder he packs flippers. And, oh, boy. Boy. This movie see? went right over my head. In so many ways. In so many ways. <laughs> a bird that gets on an airplane? Come on. I get it. I don't know what I get. I don't okay. know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Fine. Um, the hard thing about leaving, mm-hmm. besides leaving, of course, is what he really realizes at the end is his real family in Sesame Street, is leaving his buddy, Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Snuffleupagus. Um, yes. Yeah, when, they, when his name is on the, the mailbox and it's all spelled out, I'm like, oh, that's how you smell, spell it. I, smell I love it. finally being vindicated for saying Snuffleupagus all this time and people saying, no, it's Snuffleupagus. And in my stupid brain, I'm like, maybe everybody else is right. No, I'm finally right. Now you're proven. There you go. There's a little victory right there. I like how he has a, so the whole thing, and if you don't remember, if it was a long time ago for you Mm -hmm. listeners, the whole thing with Snuffleupagus for the longest time was conveniently Big Bird was the only one who saw him. Yes. He would show up and Big Bird would tell people that he had this friend who was like a fuzzy elephant mm-hmm. and everybody mm-hmm. thought Big Bird was crazy. So I guess this is still happening at this time in this movie mm-hmm. because nobody else sees him, even though he has a mailbox with yeah. his name on it. He seemingly has a lot of property. They're just wandering around <laughs> like this large estate talking he does have a lot of property snuff, yeah. but he's a big guy. He's a woolly mammoth elephant. I don't. I, know. I think that's probably fair to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's going to be sad to leave his bestie. I've, yeah. But the bet he promises that big big says, you know, uh, you can come visit as soon as I'm settled, and the the gang at Sesame Street bids him farewell. The count tells him, don't forget to count. <laughs> Right, Grover tells him, "Don't forget to breathe in and out." Yep. And I love how when he says goodbye to Oscar, and Oscar goes, "That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me." <laughs> but first, all the humans do gather around, and they say, "Big Bird, why are you leaving? We are your family." Right. Right. But you know what? He needs to stretch his wings. And go explore beyond Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, and see what it's like to to be a bird. And as you said, he's on a plane. Mm -hmm. There's a bird on a plane. 
there's a couple of kids sitting in front of him, and the boy is reading Muscle Fitness magazine. Oh, I didn't see the I magazine. That's awesome. I was like, I better check later if that's a real magazine. I didn't check. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That I that's thought so it was exciting. an odd thing for the prop department to be like, yeah, 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 this kid will read this. That's what he's into. Yeah, that's a good plane read right there. Yeah. When he lands at the airport, these dodos are immediately dodoed. Wow. They're like, Right? They're like, oh, do you see? They're just, they're a sloppy family. And they don't even see, that he literally, there's a giant yellow bird that walks off the plane. And they're like, <laughs> oh, maybe he's not here. They bump into him at the airport. And they're like, oh, was there a yellow bird on your plane? And Big is like, do you mean, you mean me? Are you looking for me? Yeah, and they're like, he, because Big Bird even says, "Well, I'm the only big yellow bird on that oh, plane," yeah. and they're like, "Maybe he's on the other plane." <laughs> I'm like, "What is happening here?" It's just like these these idiots are making Big Bird seem very intelligent. Yeah, super intelligent, super intelligent. But they they realize that they're his, that so they put they they belong together. So now um, we go. And like you said, they live in in, a, in the suburbs. They live in a bird house on yep. a street with other regular houses. And, I like how they um, get out of the car and seemingly forget that they went to the airport to get a new member of their family. They right. all just close the doors of the car yeah. and go inside their home and don't even seem to understand how to open the door to their house. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're dodos. Well, I then know. they do. To, Big Bird writes a letter to Sesame Street to say about <laughs> all the things he's doing with the dodos, life with yep. the dodos. And he talks about how they they look for worms, but they can't ever find them. They have a ride-on lawnmower that they don't know how it works, and it just kind of roams the lawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, they exercise where they weird watch a detail. little... Yeah. Weird, weird, weird detail. detail. But in the end of the letter, it's really sad because mm-hmm. Big Bird goes through all these things, so you're thinking, okay, look, he's kind of having fun with these dodos, but no... He says, I should be happy, but I'm not. Yep. Oh. And and when he says that, we see them putting him to bed and not giving him a kiss, which no. I assume, like, Sesame Street must be kissing city. Like, yeah, I, they must I, smooch and cuddle. All the time. All the time. They, like, pat him on the back, like, hang in there, buddy, and then yeah. leave his room. And But now that letter is what fuels the people, or the, the people of Sesame Street decide... He needs yes. us. We need what we need to do is go get him, right? We got to go bust him out because mm-hmm. they also know that Big Bird's not the brightest bulb. I mean, I, I think they understand that Big Bird is not going to be able to make his way home from Illinois. Right. right. So they, they need to. He thinks to. it's going to take him three hours to get back because it only took him two hours by plane. Uh-huh. And I love it when Whaling Jennings has to tell him. Nobody, that's going to take you like three weeks. Yep. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I also like how he gets a ride from Waylon Jennings by saying, well, I'm not a turkey, but my friend Oscar calls me a turkey all the time. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, I can't argue with that. Hop Hop in. in. Let's sing a great little tune. One of the best songs. But the the thing that really uh, breaks the, 
you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back, sure. so to speak here, is that the the children dodos, also who are named Donnie and Marie. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that. What? Yeah. And the, the boy is voiced by Eddie Deason, clearly. Mm. Um, they don't know how to use their imagination. That's right. That's right. Big Bird wants to play with them. Let's use our imaginations. Mm-hmm. And they just, they're stuck. They just, okay, well, imagine. I'm Donnie and you're Marie. <laughs> and Big Bird's like, where, the, I got to get out of here. This, yeah. And then he gets a giant postcard from Snuffleupagus. It's pretty great. <laughs> like, of course that's to be giant. He has to hold the pen with that enormous trunk. Yeah, and with that and trunk and write all this. Yeah. But I love what Big Bird wanted to play when he was like, let's play pretend. Uh, I'm Snow White. <laughs> okay, all right. And you two are all the seven. Yeah, you're, you're all the dwarfs, yeah. <laughs> like, maybe start small with them, Bird. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, let's pretend we're a plane. You have wings. You can right. probably do right. that outside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> don't start with Snow White. Like, and then, well, maybe that was a they dream. Probably of his. Never seen. He loves it. He wants Snuffy to be the prince that wakes him up. That's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't probably. Know. <laughs> so, so the big the big thing is. I mean, it's not use their imagination. I may mm-hmm. have jumped the gun there because what does Big Bird want? He wants Snuffy to visit. Yes. And what do the birds say? No. Mm-mm, you should no. be with your own Just kind. keep with your own your kind. Your best friend can't be right. a woolly mammoth. Your best friend should be a bird. And that's not, that's just not going to do. That's not how Big Bird was raised. That's six right. years in Sesame Street where they love all kinds. He that's can't just right. flip his beak like that. Uh-huh. Change his feather so quick. He can't just wing it. In that way. Got any more? Is that it? Mm, not right now. Okay. All right. Bird puns. That's why you guys came here. Now, can we go to the my favorite part of this entire movie? Is mm-hmm. Chevy Chase? Chase on the news. <laughs> I loved it because he does the weather. Yeah. He says, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. A beautiful day for a neighbor. And then stops for a while and then goes, won't you be mine? <laughs> And he does not know that it's called Sesame Street. He calls, he it, calls ses- it Sesame Street. <laughs> Sesame Street. Sesame yeah. Street. That's uh-huh. what it is. Uh-huh. Which is really great. Which is really great. He's wonderful. I, I really do think the, the guest stars that the they got cameos, in here yeah. are just doing it. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising, I think. No, well done. Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's all we see of him. There's no other further news nope. report. So you take your Chevy no. little he does, cameo. He does throw it to Kermit, who is uh, oh, interviewing yeah. the Dodo family yes. because of their missing child. <laughs> yeah, but they're idiots. They're like, are we on TV? Yeah, let's go yeah, watch go ourselves on TV. Yeah, they to watch themselves because yeah. they're mm-hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. But Kermit was another fun. I want to say mm-hmm. it was a cameo by Kermit. Um, yeah, because Kermit used to be in Sesame Street, but he was only a reporter. Like every now and right. then he'd do something where he was in that same like gray suit and gray mm-hmm, hat. Mm-hmm. And, you Kermit know, that's D. Frog. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I always refer to, you know, Sesame Street characters as Muppets because they're, they're Muppets. They're Muppets. That's what Bert and Ernie are. They should have just said, and those two Muppets over there. No, they're Bert and Ernie. They're their own <laughs> standalone yeah, we have, we have humans and we have birds and Ernie's and uh, birds and stuff. Yeah, we have grouches and snuffies and dogs and monsters and Bert and Ernie. 
Why did Bert bring his entire bottle cap collection with him? I know. Why are you packing that shit on the plane, huh? Why? And then I love it when it falls on Big Bird and he's like, it's hailing now? It's what hail. is this? Hot hail? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that must mean Flash is near. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they all catch the news where they see Bert and Ernie catch it. The Count watches it. And they see that... Oh, and they're at the candy shop is where the news is being shown. But it also looks like a bar. Oh, where, totally <laughs> doesn't it? Like from that angle that yeah. I don't think they've ever shown on the show, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is just a bar. <laughs> I totally, uh, yeah. for just a split second, I was like, there's a bar on Sesame Street? Yeah, this I was like, amazing. what is this, after hours on Sesame Street? What's <laughs> happening? But yeah, they all, they all get the scoop of the news that the bird has escaped. Yeah. And now is when they decide, like, he, he, he's not smart enough to really escape and get back here on his right. own. <laughs> we better go meet him halfway and help him get back. There's now also... I, I, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I have the groups broken down. I wrote down all their names oh, and who's in who what is in if each you, group. If you want okay. me to go through that. Yeah, let's do it. So as we said earlier, the Count is in his own car, his own cool car. Like it's Very a, cool car. It's really awesome. It's Again, purple and black, just like the Count. Why no one wants to hitch a ride with the Count? Like, Telly could have rode with the Count. How fun would that little duo have been? Uh, yeah, because it gives the Count nothing to do. Like I yeah. said, until he's... He counts light posts. Or what <laughs> he does he count? He does, he does. They go to him there, but other than that, he has nothing to do until he shows up at the gas station. Yeah. So in uh, Gordon's car, it's Gordon and his wife, Olivia, mm -hmm. and the deaf woman, whose name I do not know, mm -hmm. and uh, Cookie Monster goes yeah, with them. Yeah, Cookie Monster. And he, he eats parts eats of the, the car. car. He, he just eats the entire they... car by the end. He's eating yeah. hubcaps and luggage yeah. and all the things. He's a hungry monster. And in another car, they take Oscar's jalopy, and he's got <laughs> Telly with him. He's got one of those honker things. Yeah. And, he yeah. Has, and Maria, I wanted, when they stuck Maria with Oscar, I wanted like a scene of her being like, no, 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 I can't do this. But yeah. she was on board. She was ready to go. Yeah, she's ready to go. And then. I Bert like their, go ahead, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie take a plane that yeah. they apparently own. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. And Super Grover flies. So there's a lot of people out on, on this mission. Yeah. And now some stay behind. Mm -hmm. To like um, Snuffy obviously doesn't go, and uh, what's his name stays. What's his I don't name? Know. The the guy that stays. Oh, uh, yep. Let's call him Jeff. No, nope. that's not his that's name. Not his Bob. Name. Bob. 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 <laughs> Such an easy name. Bob, Bob stays behind. It's just Bob and a couple of kids that yeah. like, watch this map and, and like move the little cars around on the map. Yeah, exactly. And the little faces. But the plan is they're all going to head um, to a certain spot where they're going to all meet. Yeah, they like uh, fan out. Like some go across New York and right. some they swing down toward routes. Philadelphia and mm -hmm. some kind of cut in the middle. And then they're all going to converge on some mushroom town, Toadstool. Yeah, Toadstool. Great little mushroom For town. For some reason, they're like, I guess that's where he might be. I, I don't know. It's a good cutoff spot. About, right? I think it's a good maybe cutoff spot to catch him at. I don't know. Yeah, but the that's giant the city of Toadstool. You know. You know, on yeah. the way to Ocean View, mm -hmm. Illinois. But they're they're supposed to check in mm -hmm. with Bob.
Right, to update him about their progress. Did you notice their little license plates, like Grouch's car's license plate says Scram on no. it? And the Count's license plate obviously is Numbers. <laughs> and then the farmer, Waylon Jennings' car, says Gobble on the license oh my plate. Oh, God. Wow, mm-hmm. a lot of personalized license yeah, plates going right? on. They love movie. it. They love it. So they're all set now on this adventure by yeah. flying, by car, by jalopy, however... And now Bird is ready for his own adventure. He's first. He starts by skipping, skipping yeah, his skips little legs slows down, and, and then, it's, it's just this la 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 la. It's just it's nonsense, but mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Sure. He gets um, a ride, as we said, from Waylon Jennings, mm-hmm. and he sings Big Bird a song. Great little tune that they sing together. Mm-hmm. They sing a little "Ain't No Road Too Long." Is sure. the name of the song. And they sing, and I think they everybody gets a little, Every, yeah, little yeah, time it's, it's to just, sing along. Yeah, most times when there's a song, it's sort of montage where mm-hmm. we go to all the different cars and mm-hmm. everybody's sort of singing the same song, and it's a lot of fun. And this one in particular, it's an uplifting song. It's in the beginning. It's Waylon is throughout, so you've got... it was a, This was my favorite song, I think. Yeah, um, it's the only one that is uplifting because they just get more sad yeah, and depressing this from gets here. Sad. No, there's yeah. another one that's kind of cute, I think, but it's not quite this. Anyway. Um, is it when he's with the kids on the farm? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> right. Well, that's what happens. So so first, I think we have to introduce uh, the, the oh, rest the of our characters. the Brothers. Because the Sleaze Brothers, mm. Dave Thomas from uh, Strange Brew. From Wendy's. Dave Thomas, <laughs> founder of Wendy's, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Joe Flaherty. Uh huh. Who the, wasn't he? Just in. Uh... He was just <laughs> in Who's Harry Crumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was just in Who's Harry Crumb. It's funny because, of course, he was just in Who's Harry Crumb uh-huh. with um, John Candy, mm-hmm. and the director of Who's That or Follow That Bird mm-hmm. directed some episodes of Freaks and Geeks that Joe Flaherty was in. Look at this. Look at this oh, full circle. A tiny town of Hollywood. Uh, like Sesame Street itself. Right, so they want to, they own a carnival or something? Or yeah, just like some a kind of series fair. of rides and apparently dart balloon games? Yeah, it's called the Unfair, right? Because it's right. Not- Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Who would go to the Unfair? <laughs> well, actually, just... I don't know, just to see what it's like, I'd probably go. Yes. They see on the news, they see the newscast that everybody else sees, that there's this giant bird on the run, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, we could use him in our act. Mm-hmm. And also, Mrs. Finch is after Big Bird. So there's a lot of yeah. people hot on the trail of Big Bird at this yeah. point. And mind you, he's a big yellow bird. You shouldn't be able to miss him, but constantly he ducks and people don't see him. Yeah. They turn around and suddenly he's gone. He's quick moving too. It's like he's at one point he mails radar back to Sesame Street because I guess carrying a teddy bear is way too much work. It's just a lot, yeah. And Mrs. Finch is on the other side of the road and does not see him. No, no. And there's no one else on the street. She's distracted. She's distracted. I guess. So yeah. after he gets this ride from Waylon Jennings, he walks down a dead-end street mm-hmm. that he thinks is just the name of a road. Yeah, no through road. This must be it, he <laughs> right. says. I yeah. don't know. Where, how does he go? <laughs> like, I was sitting there trying to think of 
no through row. Where, where's the pun? Like, I was even sitting there going, it must mean something. But no, it's just Big Bird doesn't understand. He doesn't know. He's not. He knows yeah. Sesame Street, right? So he meets a couple kids. The one's got a slingshot in his back pocket like he's Dennis the Menace. Because they're just farm kids. Doesn't he tell the kids, I'm a bird on the run? Oh, no, they yep. look at him and they, right? That, yeah, they're like, there's that bird from the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's actually, like, in their chicken coop hanging out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they hide him in the barn overnight. Mm-hmm. Make him a little bed. And he sings a sad song that reminded me of the song in... Uh, Fivefold. What's that, Fivefold movie? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was kind of upset because I was like, this is not nearly as good as that song. I know. It's supposed to be the same thing. But it is. It is. Yeah, because he's sad. He's sad that, you know, it's a cold barn that he's in. Yeah, and it's another one of those things where it's just back to the people trying to find him and him, and they're all singing a sad song Mm -hmm. about, I don't know, we're sleeping underneath the same fake... Nope, nope, that's not it. No, that's not it. It is some sort of, like... They're all looking up at stars, and they're camping out. They don't stop for hotels. They have monsters with them, so they have to camp out, I guess, on their drive. They all Um, camp out, but Oscar... Decides to oh, yeah. go to the don't drop in, and this is my second favorite part of the movie. <laughs> this is pretty good. He convinces them because when they pull up, Maria's like, "No, I'm. We are not going here." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. come on! If nothing else, it'll be entertaining. Let's go." You, you're not. But he doesn't because like Telly and that honker are like, "No, we're not going in there." And they stay outside, and for whatever yeah. reason, Maria's like, "All right, let's go in." How bad? She's like, this "I be? guess, yeah." And it's it's filthy it's crazy it's filled with a bunch of grouches human and puppet form sure um that's how i refer to sandra bernhard she is giant human grouch she is in there she is the waitress Mm -hmm. um and what are some of the items on the menu i should have wrote some of them down oh i didn't write any of them down they were Uh, i know they serve uh they serve spaghetti with maple syrup right to uh to the is it to the grouch or someone else at one of the tables it's one of the other i was so confused because everybody looked like oscar that people yeah. would order and they'd bring food and i'm like oh oscar must have oh, no no he's yeah, having no, salad nope. not, yeah yeah well they have yeah so they she lists stuff and it's like really gross stuff it's like, all gross like anchovies and with mashart uh, with cherries and yeah it's just yeah, maraschino weird. cherries yeah. anchovies and yeah. something else yeah, it's just a, and yeah. she's, Maria's not into it, but finally she asks, the tossed salad sounds good. Right. And I think we have to point out that the chef here is Paul Bartel. Oh, from yes. Chopping Mall fame. <laughs> where he referred to a robot as looking a little too ethnic. <laughs> so, of course, tossed salad. I mean, you cannot, this place is, I, I like how there's one. Somebody, I don't know, you just hear him asking for jello periodically throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this giant food fight, you just hear, Where's my jello? <laughs> so, yeah, so Paul Bartel's got this catapult that he just slings lettuce around. And it's in. just flying everywhere. All this salad, yeah. before you know it, this is just a restaurant with. Literally tossed salads. Grouches are all throwing over. it at people. People are throwing it at grouches. It's kind of funny too, and it's also funny because telling this honk oh, yeah. through the window, and Telly's like, hmm, "Maybe we should have gone in. That lettuce looks pretty." Yeah, good. it looks like good lettuce. <laughs> the Telly Maria is not happy though. She's like, "This is no. stop, stop with the lettuce in my face. I can't yep. with the lettuce in my face." <laughs> 
Um, Big Bird helps his kids with chores. Yeah. It's it's not that great. I mean, I I was there. Well, I do like it when they show him how the water pump works, and he's <laughs> like, "I didn't know water came from the ground." And then there's like this sweet Helen Keller Annie Sullivan moment where they like they <laughs> yes. pump the water for Big Bird, and he's yes. like, "Water, oh no, great, you're right. yeah." <laughs> It is pretty funny. Oh, my God. And then they go and they water the plants on the farm. Um, and they sing a song about an easygoing day, it's called. It's, it's just, That's what it's called. It's so dumb. It's, a, it's so dumb. Like, I... It's the easy listening version. Until he gets, like, kidnapped and captured, I was oh, kind of yeah. like, all right, what are we doing here? Because none, none of his little adventures... Like, he doesn't really meet anyone else fun anymore because I was like, oh, Chevy Chase and Waylon Jennings. And I knew John Candy was going to show up. And Yeah, who's going to be? It takes John Candy forever to show up in this movie. And I there's know. no one in between. We just saw Sandra Bernhard and now it's just nothing for yeah. a real long time. Yeah, yeah. You wanted somebody to be like, yeah. who's the, who's their parent on the farm? Maybe she could have right. been somebody or he could have. Yeah, but we they don't. We never meet parents because no. Mrs. Finch shows up. Yes. And Big Bird runs away. Into she, a field. Into a field hides, of hay. He hides a under hay a hay bush. Yes. Hay bale. Um, right after that, he oddly hallucinates stuff <laughs> and tries to hug a hallucination. <laughs> it's yeah, that, really weird. That's kind of weird. Yeah, he's, he's, I guess he needed to have that moment. I wish it was like out of exhaustion and like he was just thirsty. Yes. And, but it does, you just, I guess he tries several times. From. I don't know how many times yeah, he, he keeps tries running to, to hug, hug a mirage, but... At least three times. I mean, I don't know. He's a hopeful bird, but it doesn't work for him. No. And eventually, his little snuffy mirage disappears. Right. And, but this um, is when we're finally, because I kind of forgot about them. Bert and Ernie show up in their bi-wing plane. Yes, they are the first on the on the adventure to spot Big Bird. Right. Yeah, they see him. He's a giant bird yeah. Yeah. in the middle of nothing. <laughs> So they see him. And now this is when Bert decides, or Ernie decides, to do all these plane tricks to get his attention. They fly upside down for an extended period Mm -hmm. of time. Like, Mm -hmm. way too long for the two of them not to have fallen out of that. They're doing some sweet Top Gun moves. I don't know what they're (laughs) thinking. Right, pretty much. But, um, yeah, and this is when... uh, Bert has the all of his his collection of bottle caps that fall out. And... um, and then they switch places, too? Yeah. In yeah. midair, upside down, they somehow get out of their seats, switch places. They're singing a song. Yeah. And then when they, like, come to their senses, they're like, well, Big Bird's gone. Yeah. I don't know where he is anymore. We lost him. Did you also get the feeling that, like, Oscar kind of has the hots for Maria? Or was that just me? Oh. Looking into I did not much. take that in. Okay, but okay. you're all you're a little I don't you've know. got a little at one point he, at one point she gets mad at him and he's like, Ooh, an angry face in such a beautiful place. <laughs> That's because they're in the junkyard. He loves being in the right, junkyard. I know, but, I, know, but in... I read that as I don't know. I shouldn't read into You shouldn't read into a Grouch's Muppet Grouch's. Love? No, no. Okay. I mean you can. If it's what helps you get through your days. Again, judgment-free here. Wouldn't that be something if that's what helped me get through my days? (laughs) (laughs) It's my imaginary Muppet-human relationships that help you get through my days. Whatever works, DP. Whatever works. Okay. So everyone, (laughs) I mean, after after a bunch of nonsense, let's say, and I'm not trying to to move too far ahead, because I think it's around this time that for some reason... 
everyone converges on Toadstool during this mushroom parade. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about the garlic documentary. (laughs) Oh, because you were like, this is like a town? Yeah, this is like a garlic town, but it's a mushroom town. Yeah, they... Yeah, before we get to that town, though, we get, well, I guess you don't you don't need to. We have the uh, put in what you want. It doesn't matter. Well, we have Super Grover that cr- thinks everybody starts to maybe see oh, yeah. Big Bird, and Super Grover thinks he sees him, but it's really the yellow car, the yellow Volkswagen that Gordon's in. Yes, with Olivia, so he crashes into that. Um, Which is puzzling that that <laughs> Grover can't tell the difference between Big Bird and a car. I'm just saying Grover maybe has a little farsightedness. Well, possibly. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And he would have been injured, but for some reason, Cookie Monster is eating the car and has chewed a hole in the roof of this Which is car. a perfect landing spot for... Yes. And he gets in that car and he's like, this is not a big bird. Um, anyway, and the... the the Sleaze Brothers. That was brothers. close. You wanted yeah. to do a Grover, didn't you? I, I you did. really wanted to just go all in, and at the last minute you pulled out, and you were like, uh-uh. It's Far just... near. Okay, all right. right? That was go. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is not a big bird. Oh, you got it. <laughs> all right. The Sleaze Brothers have a near catch, too, with Big Bird, where they have a net out hanging out their truck, and they almost catch him. It's again when Big Bird disappears quickly. He da- but ducks down to rub his feet, like, "Well, my my poor feet are so tired." Yeah. And the the Sleaze Brothers' net d- misses him, and then he's gone. Big Bird's gone. Uh, and also, they they have a net that's like you have the three yeah, foot diameter. They're yeah. not catching an eight no, foot it's bird. It's catching they, butterflies. It's not yeah, catching right. Big Bird. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because Big Bird gets up after they go past him and looks over and goes, I think I'll rest by that tree. They turn around, gone. He's gone. Gone. And it's just, it's, I don't know where they are, maybe Ohio, not sure. It's the flattest area. Yeah, you can't not miss a giant yellow bird. I know why you got distracted, because it's around here that Oscar, I guess, according to you, makes his moves on Maria. And you must have gotten just sidetracked by all of that, because now we're all at Toadstool. That's 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 what it was. That's when I started to write my fan fiction. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I should be taking notes. On this movie. Then Maria invites the Grouch back to the bar at Sesame Street that nobody knows about. <laughs> Sesame up after Street Bar. <laughs> no, but they, they're do, Toadstool is the death destination of the Mushroom Parade. Big Bird is now somehow gets in the middle of the Mushroom Parade. And now everybody could see the bird. Now everyone does everyone. see Everyone. But we are in the middle of a parade, which is, if you've ever been in a parade or in a town when a parade is happening, like it is hard to maneuver. You're either in the parade or a spectator. If you're trying to get through that parade or need something, it's just tricky business, right? Were you, were you ever in a parade? Uh, Yeah, actually. What? What were you doing? I have been in parades. Um, One time I was on a Santa. Wait, one time? (laughs) Twice I've been in a parade. Wow. Okay. That I remember. One time I was in the Poconos. I was on a Santa's float. In a parade with Santa oh. Claus, I was one okay. of the elves, and one time um, I was in a St. Patrick's Day parade on a bar float. So, in California. How did you get that Santa Claus elf gig? How did um, you do that? I worked at a pizzeria in Mount oh, wait, that's, not, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you made that straight line. Pizzeria, <laughs> Santa float. There you go. Why would you ask me such a dumb question? <laughs> I worked in a pizzeria, you idiot. 
Of course I was on Santa's float. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. That's it, yeah. Okay. All right, great. This episode, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway. I hope this is someone's first episode and they got this far and they're like, unsubscribe. Oh, no. No. Come on. Not even uh, Not even because we're covering a really sweet movie. It doesn't matter that we're, right. we're a mess throughout it. Um, anyway, this parade is... Even Mrs. Finch is in the middle of this parade. Nobody could stop this bird, Mrs. Finch, from trying to, till the very end, from trying to, I guess, no, just... Because that's the thing. Everyone sees Big Bird, but the only person the Big Bird sees is Mrs. Finch. Right. The other person that Big Bird sees is the Sleazy Brothers. He runs away from the parade into the Sleazy Brothers, um, I guess, new setup for their unfair. And he's like, hey, guys, can you hide me? Like, I'm trying to hide from this bird lady, Mrs. Finch. <laughs> and they're like, sure, come hide in this giant cage. And he's like, perfect. <laughs> I'm a bird. There's I love a, a cage. swing for him in yeah. there and everything. He's like, this is going to be great. But soon he does realize that he's a caged bird. He's yes. like a Maya Angelou poem. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they lock him up. And now he is part of their show. Mm -hmm. He seems to be a big draw. I mean, I don't know. There's like 12 kids there. but Lots of sets he's... of twins. Lots of sets <laughs> of twins in that audience. Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We also see empty buckets of blue paint. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, hey, everybody's looking for a yellow bird. So let's disguise him. Let's paint him blue. And they do. Which, that's terrifying that they yeah. painted him blue. That's don't paint your pets, kids. No, don't do that. Don't do that. If you have a white yeah. rabbit and you think it'd be cool blue, don't do it because it will die. It's not good for it. It's mm -hmm. not. And poor. So now he's in a cage and he's on a stage and he sings and he's painted blue. He sings the saddest, saddest song. song. His act is to sing the saddest song ever to children. And is this an act they made for him? And did they rehearse it? Like, I'm so confused about all know. of this. Even the kids are like, he looks really sad. <laughs> like, this is depressing. Yeah. Why did my parents take me to yeah. the unfair? This is not. Did they think this would be fun? Yeah, because we're now we're all depressed. And they do. The Sleaze brothers are excited because they're making the money. But the kids now are like. Well, Dave Dude. Thomas is excited. The other guy's. Oh, yeah, uh, that's he's true. He's controlling the spotlight and he's even crying. He's crying because it is a sad thing to watch this yeah. poor, sad bird. Um, the kids, there's a, two little kids that decide to go see the crying bird. Yeah, they just go um, backstage like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, they just sneak on back there and they're like, hey, what, what can we do? How can we help? And he tells them to call Sesame Street <laughs> yep. and let them know. What call call and let Bob know what's what's going on, mm -hmm. and he knows his friends will help him. And it's cute. The kids are too little, so they climb on each other to make the phone call, and they call Bob. And now Bob spreads the word because just at the right time, the rest of the gang meets up at a gas station. Yep. Now they've left the little mushroom town, but they get the call that that's where the fair is and that's where Big Bird is. So right. they decide to head back. As you mentioned, there's, I guess, some fist pumps that happen. Yep. Uh, the gang is is ready to go and find that bird. It, they must 
takes them all night or something. I don't know what happens, but it's the next morning that they all get there Mm -hmm. and they all like go into this circus tent where these two sleaze brothers are sleeping. Mm -hmm. The one's got the keys and the other one is sleeping on a box just marked cookies. (laughs) It looked like someone wrote cookies on a shoebox. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They kind of all, every one of these dumb Muppets like, fucks this whole thing up the counts yeah. counting the number out loud loudly very loud and they're like count. screams and yells at yeah. one point grover says i'm gonna break these bars this is yeah. for super grover let me break these bars and he can't he clearly can't yeah maria um, the whole time she's trying to unlock it and even big bird's like you should try the other key i think it's the other key. at one point he goes ask him if they have more keys he says maybe it's a combination lock <laughs> And Maria's like, shut up, Big Bird, shut up. Cookie Monster's eating the cookies that the one guy is sleeping yeah. on? It is terrible. Yeah, you they just want the worst team out. A, it is, to it go is. rescue Big Bird. And sure, and I do like, though, when to get the keys, they send the deaf lady to get the keys <laughs> from the sleeping guy's hand because right, he's like yeah. clutching them in his sleep and she can't get them. And of course, he's got the grip. So she waves a dollar under his nose. I thought she no. was like tickling him, oh, okay. and I thought he was going to like you know drop the keys and scratch his nose. Nope, he just lets go of the yeah. keys. Yeah, he smells that no dollar. Reason. Let's go of the keys, and now she's got him. But now there is. There's like a dozen keys on there. None of them are working. And before they know it, the sleaze balls. Nobody is. There's no teamwork as far as okay. You <laughs> mo- you keep an eye on the guys. You open that. You. So they're all just focused on, can Maria find the they're right just key? Yeah. Staring at this lock. And the Sleaze Brothers wake up, get in the truck, and start to pull away. Right. Now, Although they've opened the lock. Maria unlocks yeah. the door. And I was like, why doesn't he just open it and get out? He doesn't. Nope. He doesn't. They, the truck drives off, and now we've got. Um, well, high speed chase. A high, well, yeah, high speed enough. Um, it's just, it's just Gordon's car though, right? Gordon's like, I got yes. an idea and he has, uh, he has Olivia drive mm-hmm. and now they have to have Big Bird jump from yeah. the back the of car, the cage. The car now has no hood. Yeah. No roof. No. I think one of the doors is gone because Cookie chewed off. It's been chewed off. metal. Uh-huh. He's just a hungry monster. And then, uh, Big Bird is afraid to jump. He doesn't think it's mm-hmm. safe to jump from a moving car. Even though he has he's wings. Right. <laughs> yes, he is right. He is right. And I do love it. Gordon's like, I give you permission this one time to do it. And <laughs> well, he's only six years old, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> I do like. I needed something at the end of this where Gordon like legally adopted him or something. He's <laughs> like, that's all right. You can call. If you need to call anybody a mom and dad, you can call me and Olivia your mom and dad. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he jumps he does make the jump but when you really think about the that's a tiny little car that Big Bird jumps onto I don't know how many hundreds of pounds this bird is I don't know he's light as a feather it's like nothing yeah Yeah. and I really do think I I thought I like this it was shot really nice like it's strange because the camera does not cut there's no cuts you Mm -hmm. see Big Bird jump from the back of a truck onto the roof of a car. Mm-hmm. It's really actually pretty great. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty action-packed. Um, in the meantime, these two brothers don't even realize that that's happening behind them. They're, they want him, they want to put together a breakdancing act? Yeah, they want him to be a breakdancing <laughs> bird. Break it. And then they're just like, yeah, they start their beatbox. 
There are a couple of disorderlies, these guys, but suddenly they're pulled over by the cops. Mr. John Candy and his little kid sidecar partner. He pulls this child that we have not seen. Well, it was the, it was one of the kids that called. Yeah. Um, he pulls him out of the sidecar, but the kid was so tiny, he just reaches in and produces <laughs> a child out of this. And I loved it. And as you said, he holds the kid up so yeah. you can see them uh-huh. through the window of the truck. And he says that um, he lists off a bunch of charges. Mm-hmm. But I like that um, one was impersonating a dentist. Yeah. And the other one was stealing an apple from a child. And they were like, yeah, we were holding it for him. That's yeah, what we're right. doing. Yeah. Yeah. So Big Bird... Is returned to Sesame Street. There is a huge celebration. And did you notice that Elmo pops his head out the window of one of these buildings? Oh, yeah. This must have been right right before they were like, big Elmo releasing a character. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. In one of the apartment Mm -hmm. buildings. That's right. Yeah, he's he's back to Sesame Street. Everyone's thrilled. But Miss Finch shows up. Mm hmm. And talks about, like, oh, yeah, yeah, the dodos, blah, blah, blah. But I found you an even better Right, right. And then the Maria's like, no, this is his family. We're his family. And like we've said, she, the, the Mrs. Finch is like, but he's not with other birds. He's not with his own kind. And they list the various amounts mm-hmm. of people and birds and Ernie's that are at Sesame Street. <laughs> and she, Mrs. Finch is convinced, well, you love him. And so that's okay. I, I, I like to think, and I hope that they changed you know, the way their, their policy yeah. works based on this. They're like, listen, if birds want to hang out with squirrels, that's fine with us. If birds want to mm-hmm. hang out on farms with cows. Oh, yeah, they have people, they have cows. That's right. <laughs> they have all kinds of things. And Dogs then, and cats, honkers and grouches. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The gamut. They have the gamut. I like when, I don't remember this in the show, was Oscar always carried around by that guy Bruno? You know what? Very early on, when we watched it as kids, he was. Oh, I uh, forgot about that. Not anymore. He's he's right there at the bottom of those steps yeah. now. He doesn't go anywhere. Bruno's not around anymore. But I do like at the end, Miss Finch is like, "All right, Big." Yeah. <laughs> I love how they call him Big. She's like, "From now on, Sesame Street's your home." I did it. I put yeah. another bird <laughs> in a good home. So I really don't think she's learned anything from no, this at all. No, she hasn't. Uh-uh. Oh, also, before he left, we should say uh, he did ask Stephalopagus oh. to watch his house, his place, his pad, whatever you want to call it, yeah. while his he's nest. gone. It's his nest. His nest. Yeah. And stuff he's been doing it the whole time. Just Big right shows there. up. He's like, hey, you're back. That's great. Yeah. He's like, can I leave this place and go back to my house? Because I literally haven't stopped watching your stuff. <laughs> can I go back to my palatial mansion, yeah. apparently? <laughs> So much room here. Hundreds of acres of land because I've been sitting in your nest for a while. (laughs) And also, I'm surprised Snuffy isn't put off by the fact that Big Bird greets him with saying, oh, you're real this (laughs) time. I don't have to imagine you. I feel like Snuffy was right there, though, in that imagination sequence. I think 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 it was like a transcendental (laughs) experience that they shared. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's it. Like, that's well, kind no, of how the Well, no, we do ends. have the count when the credits come up. Oh. The count is there to count not all of the credits, but a good deal of the credits oh. for us. Um, he starts counting the credits, and by the time he got to, like, five or six, my youngest daughter looked at me and went, can we turn this off now? Are we done? Are we done? Yep. Aw. Right. Good. But what did you think? 
I, I thought it was, you know, I'm only basically going to go by what my kids thought. Yeah. Um, they they enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought I, it was you know, fun. The older, yeah, the older ones enjoyed it because they were laughing at the, the silliness yeah. of it. But the youngest one, she was into it and no harm. It's fine, let's say. But even for a kid's movie, we're two adults watching a kid's movie. It was, yeah. it was paced well. It was funny. It okay. was, I don't know. I liked it. I really, I liked okay. it. It was a good it was good. It was fun. All right. That's great. Do you have another so, Muppet recommendation? No, I don't. But, um, you know, and, and I don't know. I'm sure there are people out there that can relate. Now that my family and I are stuck in this house all the time. Every day. Now, mm-hmm. we have to find different things to do. Mm-hmm. So we've started the, like, we have a family game night. Fun. And we have a family movie night. And uh, for our first family movie night, now what we're trying to do with this, and it's going to get tough pretty soon, is we're trying to pick a family movie that no one has seen. Oh. I haven't seen, Carla hasn't seen, the kids haven't seen. And our first one was a pretty good choice because it was a little movie called Stuart Little. Oh, sweet. Stuart Little is so cute. Uh, Yeah, I have never seen it. Uh, Gina Davis, Hugh Laurie, or the parents, Mm -hmm. and Michael J. Fox, and that Lipnicki. Wait, is that his name? Lipnicki? Yeah. Jonathan Lipnicki, right? Yeah, it was good. And I was really surprised because it was from, I think, 98 or 99. Mm -hmm. The CGI looks really good. Like, I thought it would look like garbage by today's standards. And he's a similar. He's kind of orphaned and has to go be with a family that he's not into. Good choice. I did not think of that, but I just picked a kid's movie uh, so it works better than I thought. Yeah, Stuart Little, it was was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Good family night pick. Very nice. I I thought, too, about a cute movie that I had seen recently. I'm like, what's it? Because this Mm -hmm. movie left me feeling after watching this. I was like, oh, that was so cute. It was just cute. You couldn't give it a bad review because it's about Big Bird, right? So we recently watched that. It's a, um, I think it's an Amazon original Mm -hmm. film, Mm -hmm. uh, Troop Zero. It's with Viola Davis and Jim Gaffigan. It's really cute. It's really sweet about this little girl and the writer of Beasts of the Southern Wild, which I love that movie. Um, and the directors, I don't know this, I just know it because I read it, but I guess the directors of this movie are called Bert and Birdie. Oh, so it's these God. two women, and they're, yeah. they're, they're, that's their name, so I thought that kind of flows in there. And it's about these misfit girls, one of them, Christmas is her name, is their like leader, and she wants to join these Birdie Scouts so that mm-hmm. she can enter this contest to be on this album to talk to people in outer space. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her mom's passed. She thinks her mom might be in outer space. And it's, it's, it's a really sweet, cute movie. It might work actually for your, I'm trying to think if it's what it's oh, rated. Oh no, we, we watched Oh, it. did you? Oh, perfect. It's, they it's loved so it. cute, they, right? They loved it. It is an adorable mm-hmm. movie. Uh, and again, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a movie for kids. Uh, my youngest didn't watch it. She couldn't sit through it. But it was really, you know, if you're talking about a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old, they loved it. Yeah. They absolutely it loved it. It's super cute. It's super adorable, but it's also fun. So even if you don't have kids and you're just looking for something light with minimal cursing, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. watch it. It's great. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. So now, Jamie, we're moving on to something that has no Muppets in it. None. Zero Muppets. Not an animated Muppet at all. Mm-hmm. If you were waiting for us to say we're going to do Muppets Take Manhattan. That's not happening. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. No. 
so what we're going to watch next is if you listened a couple episodes ago when we did Flash Gordon, mm -hmm. you may be aware that if you are a patron of the show mm -hmm. and you're giving us five dollars, you get all the access to the, you know, those bonus episodes and uh, the unedited regular episodes that extend by another 10 to 15, sometimes 20 minutes of nonsense <laughs> in the case of this, probably uh, if you bump up that contribution to 15 yep. you get to program an episode of the show so once again we have a listener wonderful michelle who has been a patron for so long and has given us i think this is the third movie thank you she's michelle. given us yes mm -hmm. this one do you have your copy i have oh my copy. i have right it downstairs you have your copy? With okay me, though, yeah. all right this is the second time for this podcast that we actually had to buy the movie because yeah. we could not find Love it. Love that, though. Love anyway. it. And it looks oh. amazing. Alan Alda. I, is, I, and uh, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Like I, So it's called Sweet Liberty. Mm -hmm. We got, I'm just reading the names off the front. We got okay. Alan Alda, Michael Caine in yeah. his first non-Patreon episode, <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer. And so this shows up, or I'm looking at the tiny little you know, thumbnail in Amazon. And I'm like, oh, it's Alan Alda in a period piece. It looks like he's dressed for the Revolutionary War. Then it shows up and he's on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I realized by reading the back, it's not a period piece, mm -mm. but it's about the making of a period piece film. I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. I've never heard of this. Have you even heard of this? Mm -mm, not in my life. Wow. Guys, this is, again why you should become a patron because oh. you can open our eyes to movies that we probably would never, never ever program for mm -hmm. the podcast. And I'm so excited otherwise. about this one. I um, am too. Yeah. I can't wait. So that is going to be our next episode. That's what's coming at you. Sweet in, Liberty. Sweet. In two weeks. Mm -hmm. And also in two weeks, we're going to start to talk to you guys about what we're going to do for our fifth anniversary episode. Yeah, that's right. As longtime listeners know, normally um, the episode is chosen by listeners mm -hmm. or we give you options and then you vote on them. So we'll probably do something along those same lines, but we'll talk about that after we talk about Sweet Liberty. So it's coming at you. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, have a good two weeks. There you have it. Follow that bird. The sun is in the sky and clouds are rolling by and today is gonna be one wonderful day. Hand in hand together, we'll be friends forever. Sharing all the good times, happy and free. It's gonna be so easy going. We'll laugh our cares away on this easy going, easy going day. We're never in a hurry, got no time to worry. We'll take it nice and easy, singing a song. There's never any trouble, we're floating like a bubble. Lighter than air Why should we care? We're easy going I'm a big turkey But I'm hearing you on your computer How are you hearing me on my computer? You're on your own computer Alright, okay <laughs> <laughs>